0: Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, Father and of the Son, the Son, and of the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen.
1: amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you as we celebrate our uh, our mother, Queen of Heaven and Queen of Earth. Uh, we ask that we may continue to model our life after our blessed mother, who was all humble and uh, most pure in spirit. Uh, Lord Jesus, we trust in you. Lord Jesus, we trust in you. Lord Jesus, we trust in you. In the name of the Father and the, the Son the and the Holy Spirit. spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Super excited to, today to have a close friend, Mr. Tim Richard. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you, Todd. All right. Tim uh, is with the Knights of Columbus uh, Dean Agency. He's a field agent in Lafayette, but um, just uh, an Opelousas president. I don't want to steal all this thunder, but tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. I was uh, born in uh, the Holy Ground in Prairie Rome. And, uh, I like that. Yes, sir. And uh, So it was great. I uh, went to Opelousas Catholic uh, for uh... all my uh, curriculum there and uh... had an inv- invitation uh... to make the not- the uh... Curcio back in eighteen eighty one in fact i made the first young men's curcio and uh, Mr. Mickey Foche was a part of, wow, part of that. Wow! And we had a, a special group that came in from Laredo, Texas, that uh, presented. So he said 1881,
0: uh, and I know he's not that old. I think you meant 1981. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 1981,
1: <laughs> exactly. So well, uh, that's
0: awesome. Uh, yeah, my uncle Mickey was right there at the beginning, and I can't get over. It. I'm so thrilled. Just I forgot you were from Prairie Run, and we're friends, and and I just it's holy ground, and it means a lot to my family. My mother started the hmm. women's crucia and uh, and w- what. What's it like to be from Prairie Run? Wow!
1: Yeah, it was it was great. It was special, you know. When I was a little kid, I would see Father Fidelis uh, walk across yes, the street, yes. you know, to the church and the old hall, and uh, just some fond memories of wow. uh, the, the old center and.
0: So my mother was close with Father Fidelis, and I have some rose petals from his garden that my mm-hmm. mother saved uh, when she passed, and and I keep that um, as a relic, you know. I mean, right. That's that's exciting. Yeah. So let's keep on going. So you went to school in Opelousas?
1: Yes, Opelousas Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. K I through 12. How yeah. was that? It was good. Great. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was good. Good uh, Catholic education. Uh, at that time, we had the sisters uh, there present and uh, mass regularly, you know. So it was, it was a great uh, Catholic upbringing.
0: Okay, and how old were you when you made the Cursillo?
1: I was uh, 19.
0: Wow. And I always say, you know, like, I was like 40, and, um, you know, uh, I feel like being older, it was, it was better for me. But I know you went to the young man's Cursillo, and I don't even know if they have those much anymore, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't think that we have them anymore. It's just the men's, women's. and
0: Yeah. So was that a catalyst in your, in your prayer life? What, what was that like?
1: Uh, it, it sure was. I mean, it was uh, definitely a transition. You know, it was the most profound experience for me. Uh, I really got to know the love of uh, Papa. You know, for me and uh, the love that Jesus has uh, unconditionally. It was it was quite overwhelming, and uh, I, I pray that for everybody can at least one time experience that in their life.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Like I think that for me, Corsia was just a deep, a deep, deep uh, relationship with the Holy Spirit where. I knew when I left there, it would my life would never be the same, and I, I cried mm-hmm. for probably mm-hmm. two or three days, and and, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the same, you know. And I really left with a, an, an amazing devotion to the Rosary, uh, for me, but mm-hmm. so many other things. But you, you see many supernatural things out there. I guess it's hard to explain to people who haven't gone.
1: Yeah, we we highly recommend you know uh, Catholic uh, men and women to uh, consider Cursillo. It's a great transformation. It's a three walk uh three uh, day walk with jesus and uh can be very uh efficacious you know
0: now we're axe brothers too and uh um, right. you know there's a little bit of a uh, i'm gonna call it a little rub there with that between the axe and the chrysia brothers you know a little bit not 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 with everybody but uh they always like like to compare i know my father-in-law as well and I, and and axe was just another extension of chrysia for me uh, how about for you
1: yeah, Axe was great. Uh, myself and my wife made it. We both had opportunity, the team uh, from Holy Cross. So it was a great experience. Uh, you know, Axe is modeled after Cursillo, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it,
0: it, was, it was good. All right. So uh, for those of you who may recognize, Tim was, uh, has been, was a priest in Lafayette for 18 years. And I say Lafayette, I saw you were in Mamou for 10 years. Right. How was that?
1: That was great, you know. It was my first assignment, and uh, it was a great experience. Wonderful people in Mamu and Evangeline Parish, and uh, we had uh, Saint Anne's Parish and Holy Spirit Chapel, and then took care of uh sabwa medical center and the nursing home so we had we had a lot uh going on but it was uh was a great opportunity
0: now tim the show is called cajun catholics and i can't think of being a catholic priest in my of being more cajun and more catholic than that right I mean, <laughs> right i mean is that like the center yeah. of the earth for the cajun catholics
1: oh uh, yeah definitely you know it's uh <laughs> it's, it's ground level and the people there are awesome they're the salt of the earth
0: and, and I guess when you think of Mamu, it's the court de Mardi Gras, and was that something that you, you... I've never been. I mean, was that part of being out there? Did you go?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I watched, you know. I didn't yeah. really participate, <laughs> but I watched, you know. Uh, the guys come in and take off, you know, on Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras Day. Uh, Monday, they have a big party as well. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, Mr. Fred, that had Fred's Lounge uh, when I was there... Uh, he passed away and so I will uh-huh. preside at his funeral
0: now is there any connection with the people who participate with the church itself like are these mostly parishioners of yours you know yeah
1: sure oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah Okay.
0: so you know it's it, it I guess it can be spiritual Mardi Gras can be a spiritual experience even though there's a lot of craziness going on Right, because we always know Ash Wednesday is falling, and that's a special time for me. I love Lent; yeah. it's a it's a beautiful time. It is, you definitely. Know, I love Lent. So again, uh, take us forward. Like, what was um, what was the catalyst for you when you discerned uh, to to be a priest, I guess, and also when you discerned out? Give us a little bit of that 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 picture.
1: Yeah, you know, from Crisio, you know, I put my uh, feet on the on a path towards uh, wanting to strive to become a saint and. And in that journey, uh, you know, uh, I was involved with the Youth Crucia, I was a coordinator for uh, the youth Altreas oh, wow. uh, for many years. And so uh, through that and a lot of prayer and discernment, um, you know, I felt God calling me to, uh, to the active ministry, mm-hmm. and, uh, which I said yes. And, uh, yeah, went all the way and uh, was uh, in active ministry for 18 years. So it was, it was awesome. And then made the decision uh, to leave the active ministry to uh, pursue marriage, and uh, I did get my uh, laization from uh, Rome, which uh, freed me up to be able to get married in the church, which I wanted a sacramental marriage, and so both my wife and I have a sacramental marriage.
0: That's beautiful, and I know she's a Eucharistic minister and very involved, and y'all have a beautiful relationship. and you know uh just i know good, the good lords you have such a love for the lord you know as much as anyone yes. i've ever met you know so tell me uh what are some memories from from when when you were a priest give me some of the good think your fondest memories of, of that you know yeah i
1: always uh you know enjoyed the uh, the distribution of of the sacraments the administration of the sacraments you know, especially reconciliation and and uh, the Eucharist. You know, those those things are, are really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, RCIA welcoming people. You know, to the church, and ultimately, you know, um, what Jesus came to do is build the kingdom. You know, mm-hmm. and so I was uh, helping in the mm-hmm. vineyard uh, to be able to do that. So that was that was huge, and, and still a mission today to help build the kingdom. I think that should be everybody's mission, whether they're lay person or or clergy
0: or deacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, A worthy mission you've been on both sides of the fence so tell us you know what as lay people can we do maybe you see both perspectives now to be to be better catholics to be more more supportive of the the current priest
1: yeah i think uh, first of all we have to pray for our clergy you know they're uh, they're got a lot of temptation out there and and uh, a lot of bombardment and and so uh, a lot of loneliness and a lot of uh, obstacles there. So, uh, first of all, we have to pray for our clergy, offer sacrifice, you know, for them uh, particular penances, uh, and and give them words of encouragement. You know, very important. You know, um, and then and you know when you can to to offer help. You know, use the gifts that God gave you to to be able to do some type of ministry in in the parish.
0: You know, that's that's mm-hmm. that's huge. I asked you this when we were together the last week or or so uh about um I guess um some of the prayers that you that you c- continued on uh, uh maybe the bravery I, but 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 how has your has your prayer life changed and what what has remained the same
1: Yeah in terms of prayer life you know it's uh it, it's always evolving as it should be you know the Lord calls us you know to growth and so uh, continue to strive to have uh, an hour of prayer, some quiet prayer, reading the scripture and meditating on the, the gospel of the day. And uh, try to do some spiritual reading, regular confession, uh, to also do some penance, uh, some different mortifications, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rosary is also huge, you know. I love uh, our mother and uh, continue to strive to, to mm-hmm. pray the rosary daily. Uh, if all possible and to, to promote uh, devotion uh, to, to Mary
0: mm-hmm. so I'm in the middle of a, right smack in the middle of a fast a 40 day fast and I don't know what it is but I mean when I left Garcia this is something God put on my heart uh, to fast periodically and I uh, mm-hmm. What's your take on that? Do you do
1: something No, I think that's huge. Uh, I don't do enough of it. I, I do some, but uh, it, it's on my radar to uh, <laughs> to do some more. It, it's uh, painful.
0: Discipline. Yeah. yeah yeah it's not something that i would say in fact the hardest part is i like to eat lunch with some of my friends and they don't want to eat lunch with me and because <laughs> i'm just staring at them and they hate that and and, and, I, and i don't want them not to come to lunch with me it's always difficult for me right <laughs> right uh so uh have you continued on with some maybe uh with i saw you were married at Grankato that's pretty cool right yeah how did that yeah. come to be
1: yeah that was uh that was awesome uh so uh, when we got everything situated, I uh, asked my classmate, Father Chester Arsenal, who's now the, the pastor of the cathedral, to preside at our wedding. And uh, one of the options, one of the places that was uh, available to us was the chapel in, at Our Lady of the Oaks. So mm-hmm. so we got married there. Uh, Father Chester presided. Uh, Father Wilson Mott was a dear friend of Christine, my wife, and, and myself. And he came also in his older um um age you know he was in a wheelchair but he came out so but yeah we had a lovely celebration
0: that's nice um i i I haven't been on retreat out there my brother got married out there i was in a wedding way back but uh i'm I'm going to manresa actually this thursday and i'm really looking forward to my to my retreat um so tim uh i guess i'll ask this question you know do you have a a particular saint or, or 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 tell me how you feel about guardian angels
1: oh yeah i mean i love my guardian angel i named my guardian angel uh her her name is michelle really and uh so i definitely believe in them. you know all you know my 18 years in active ministry i saw a lot of things a lot of accidents you know in evangelical parishes a lot of suicides and i've been to you know a lot of those very painful events but seeing a lot of people uh uh get through death and and certainly was uh, their guardian angel and you know god's grace but definitely believe in guardian angels and and uh and you know papa gave us one from the minute we were conceived in our mother's womb so he gave us that was a great gift to be able to walk with us, to keep us safe, you know, all the days of our life. Mm
0: -hmm. Want to remind our listeners, you're listening to Cajun Catholics, and today's guest is Tim Richard, and uh, Tim is a field agent for um, Knights of Columbus, Dean Agency, and in his new occupation, Uh, He I think he handles securities and also life insurance and I know he does a great job at that and uh, how's your How's that new occupation is you enjoy that?
1: Yeah, it's great. I love uh, being a field agent with Knights of Columbus I've been a brother Knight for over 30 years now and a field agent for seven years and uh, Yeah, so I have about 12 KC councils. I take care of about 800 um, families So uh, that's awesome great opportunity to provide financial protection uh, to them and their families
0: and you extend all the way to lake charles well
1: um, my territory is here in lafayette uh, and then uh, up into alexandria
0: okay alec all right all right, uh, we, we had this conversation coming over, but you know, I'm, I'm a huge believer in life insurance and I know it's an uncomfortable subject for most and and especially for us, uh, you know, believers that, that know that there's life after death, but at the same time, you know, we have to take care uh, of the people we leave behind. But, but give us your, your, your take on why, why people need life insurance.
1: Yeah, it's a great opportunity uh, to protect the the family, the surviving spouse, and the premature death, and uh, and and the children. Uh, maybe uh, the the surviving spouse can continue to stay in the home and, and maybe provide education for uh, all the children, and have some cushion for the surviving spouse. So, it's huge. Uh, it's it's what our founder. Uh, had had uh, the vision of uh, Father uh, Michael J. McGivney, mm-hmm. a Roman Catholic priest, who started the Knights of Columbus uh, in its humble be- beginnings in 19 um, excuse me in 1882, 140 years ago. Wow! So um, so yeah. So it's it's been great, and our portfolio is life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care, uh, retirement annuities, and now uh, mutual
0: funds. And you mentioned that it's a faith-based deal, yeah. It
1: is. It's uh, Everything that we invest in is uh, faith-based, so we don't invest with companies that deal with pornography, uh, abortifacient, drugs, embryonic stem cell research none of those things so uh, everything is uh, faith right. based
0: so tim you, you you broke a long chain of, of pro-life guests we've had and i'm not saying you of course we're all pro-life but but mm. i had a, a probably five guests in a row that that did that their entire lives committed to that i had brenda disarmo last week and mm. uh, yes. and um t- tell me is it isn't it amazing that this this has happened i mean as of i believe last week there's no more abortion clinics in lafayette
1: yeah, uh, in the state of Louisiana, I and believe. That's what I meant. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, so there were three, I think, in the state of Louisiana, and, and they all left town So because of the uh, Supreme Court ruling. So that's awesome. I, I never thought we would see that, but we have to keep uh, working towards pro-life and and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, s- telling the message, you know, that life is sacred, sacred from conception until natural death. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, go, going back a little and just, uh, I like to ask the guests, you know, um, what has what God, what have you learned about your faith recently? Or maybe share with someone, may, do you, I don't know if you're a big reader, if there's, you're, you're reading anything right now that w- we would find interesting.
1: Yeah, um, you know, the, the Law Day uh, app, you know, I, I try to... Uh, i use the the gospel uh mm-hmm. and the readings from the day and then they have reflections uh on there uh you know as well and uh from the uh, Legionaries of christ members and and uh some of those are really really good uh they one of them recently talked about uh humility and and certainly you know that's that's uh a growing virtue a virtue that that we all need you know and and certainly to To be able to enter into uh, paradise Uh, so how do we make ourselves small Uh, because uh, it's it can be very difficult and so the number one capital sin of uh is uh, pride and so we have to continue to combat that and try to make ourselves small i love saint john the baptist i must decrease and he must increase
0: Man, you got you got it going on. I, I loved him, and uh, he, his faith just emanates uh, from him. And the, I can see the Lord so clearly in his eyes. And uh, one of the things we share too is physical fitness. And I see how we see him at Reds, and and I know you still like golf. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's an aggravating sport, isn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can get you farther from God. It tests you. <laughs> tests your patience, your humility, your perseverance. I've never found God on the golf course yet. I, I, I've i been looking. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I always thought, you know, Tim, as your time as a priest, you know, it, it, that it would be so difficult uh, to, to have to give uh, to a funeral, you know, to do a eulogy. Uh, and then mm-hmm. also to prepare each week for a homily that people are relying on you. It, were, mm-hmm. were those some of the hardest parts of that job? And,
1: you know... It, You know, preparing for funerals uh, can be tough, especially I I remember my first uh, baby uh, infant uh, funeral in Mamu, and that was very difficult. It was like, Lord Jesus, you gave me the power uh, through the Holy Spirit to anoint my hands, to change this bread and wine into your body and blood. Uh, Why not give me the gift to be able to raise this child up? Mm -hmm. But... uh, his will be done and so those can be very difficult uh funerals um but um yeah but god's grace is sufficient you know and in, uh, in terms of preaching you know on weekends i mean i love that 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 was awesome so that it was, was in your wheelhouse was, huh? yeah yeah it was in my wheelhouse
0: yeah uh, and I tell you, um, again, man, his love for the Lord is so it just shines through so much. And, and and I guess it's hard to comfort those. How do you explain, you know, the death of a child like that? It's, it's something that's been on my heart a lot, you know, uh, just because I've had a, a, some family members that have lost mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. And it, it's and, and I, I want to comfort them. I want to bring them back to the faith and in the faith. But it, the, the first reaction is always to turn away from God, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough. Huh? I mean, what, what kind of advice do you have?
1: Yeah, it, it is difficult, you know, for the family. I mean, it's not a whole lot one can say. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, the child maybe had an opportunity to receive anointing of the sick, you know, before God called him. Or if not, uh, at least uh, being baptized. And so the, the most important, uh, you know, sacrament of baptism, you know, so makes each individual adopted son and daughter of God. So... You know, having that is is vital, and and if not, uh, you know, God still wants those children in heaven. So, um, you know, through the baptism of of um, of um, wanting that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so you know, just being present to those parents. Uh, I know recently we had some some guys in our community you know who have lost uh young young children and so we just try to be there for them, pray with them and and uh just keep in touch
0: yeah and the drug problem is so bad it's so bad and i am a big i'm a big advocate for the youth of today i think that most of them are fantastic you know yes but we know that in in akadiana there is drug issues and uh and and it's just it's killing people uh, people that i know yeah. right it's horrible um Wow. So uh, just, just a real blessing to have you today on the show. And, um, I, I, uh, so I saw you went to Mount Saint Mary's. Am I saying that right, right. Uh, for your theology? And, yes. Uh, my daughter got her theology degree. But t- tell me, how was that experience? Uh,
1: it was great. Uh, you know, we were kind of the first uh, seminarians from the Diocese of Lafayette. Uh, Archbishop Harry Flynn was our bishop at that time. He used to be the rector of the mountain. So when we approached him to uh, go there, he said, "Sure." <laughs> so I was like, woo so, uh But the Mount was great. It was a great experience, you know, and um, yeah, it was a great formation. Did, as well did, the did they
0: think you had an accent?
1: Sure <laughs> but they loved our cooking man we would, we would cook uh, gumbo and other things they they jumped on it
0: I love that uh, so Tim I know you you've, you've done a lot of homilies and you you do enjoy and you're great at it at at, at, at spreading the good news um, um, what are what are some of your favorite uh, Bible stories or what's your go-to you know um something that, that, that I guess really touches your heart. I I love Tobit, mm-hmm. and um, it's something that at mm-hmm. Manresa last year, I just over and over again read the book of Tobit. I would mm-hmm. challenge our listeners, read that book. It's awesome. Right. But uh, but where do you like to go?
1: Yeah, uh, certainly uh, The Prodigal Son is uh, an awesome story. Uh, the great love that, that Papa has for all of us. And not only was uh, the dad uh, who loved his son... Uh, he was on the front porch, always looking down the road. Mm-hmm. So when he would come back, and so when uh, when he did see him at a distance, he didn't wait for him. He ran to him, you know. Yeah. So that kind of joy and excitement, you know, about bringing people back, you know, into the fold, uh, is huge. And and all it all they he asked is that we just uh, that we're contrite and that we're sorry and and. uh it, the father didn't even want to hear his speech, you know, so yeah. you know, it just said, Let's celebrate. So, uh that's that's certainly a a great uh, go to and and all the miracles that Jesus uh, performed are just huge you yeah know.
0: i love your emotion when you talk about papa and always think about the movie the shack you know because that's that's how they referred to uh, god mm. in, in the in the movie the shack but I, I went to mass at Pius uh yesterday and um mm. and and father brady had this beautiful um homily about being on a life raft and how he had gone out and he went beyond the riptide and and he just mm. talked about how god is the lifeguard you know, and, 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 mm-hmm. and when he gets to you, he's and you're scared, and he's like, "Hey, I don't need you to do anything. Just you. I'm gonna rescue mm-hmm. you, but I need you to just, just lay there. You know, just be, be calm, surrender." Right. And, and one of the things that that really touched me is when he was bringing him back to the shore. Mm-hmm. He says they had some huge waves coming. You know, got, you're mm-hmm. being hit by all this, and he says, "Look, we're gonna go under for a while, and it's scary, and it's not gonna be, it's not mm-hmm. going, it's gonna be painful." But we got to go under, and and Mm. once that wave passes, it's going to be okay. And I really think that's what what resonates with me when I think of these Mm. people that have lost their children. It's that time where we're kind of under the wave, you know? Mm -hmm. Right? And they're beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I love that so uh, just again um, uh, great to have Tim been wanting to have him on the show for a long time and uh, and, and he's just a blessing to our community and uh, and I'm proud to, to call him a friend and uh, so Thank Tim you. Uh, uh, yeah what, what's on the horizon for you uh, I, I, I do want to uh, let you brag a little bit on your wife because I know y'all have a very close relationship and she's a very special person and loves the Lord as well so share a little bit uh, of that.
1: Yeah, uh, Christine. Uh, she's a wonderful woman. I'm very blessed to have her in my life uh, as my spouse and, and friend, and and uh, she has uh, two lovely children, and uh, we have three uh, grandkids now, three uh, boys. So, Isn't that awesome? oh, you know, it's it's unbelievable, man. I have an instant <laughs> family. So, it's uh, it's been great, you know, being on both sides of the the altar rail, you know, and yeah. uh, behind the altar and now, on on the uh, in, in, inside the nave now. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's great, great blessing.
0: God is good, and I know you're involved. Uh, are you uh, currently, y'all have a spiritual group that you're, you're with, and uh, get you a chance. Those are some good Cajun Catholic guys. Uh, get get right. to brag on them a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah, um, currently uh, kind of grouping uh, That Man Is You, you know, that group I've been uh, affiliated with for, for several years now at Holy Cross and uh, encourage uh, men uh, to uh, seek, Seek that out. Uh, that's that's great. Uh, that, Curcio, Axe, uh, so Manresa. Many, you so know, many, so many things Oaks. here, huh? Right.
0: All right, we, we would be remiss if we didn't at least talk about how you joined the Knights of Columbus, how someone who would be interested in why they should join the Knights. Tell us that.
1: Yeah, uh, any Catholic uh, man who's uh, 18 years or older can join the Knights of Columbus. In fact, you can go to the website, kofc kofc.org. And tap join, and uh, you can fill out all the information. It just takes a few minutes. And you can use my promo code, which is uh, JReshard, uh, all capital, and uh, yeah, and become a Knights of Columbus. Uh, you don't have to designate a, a particular council at that time if you want, don't want to. And then that avails you the opportunity to purchase any of the portfolio that we offer
0: okay and and, and are, is there a KC in every church how did, what's the deal with that?
1: Yeah there, uh, most Catholic churches have a KC Council mm-hmm. uh, so
0: yeah um, but yours is Holy Cross
1: my my uh, mine is Holy Cross yes
0: yes and so if you would like to reach Tim uh, it's tim.richard at org, and he's got all the information about uh... becoming a knight and uh... any age requirements or is it all over the place
1: yeah, uh, you know, 18 and older, so anybody uh, 18 and older who's a practical Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, which means you don't need necessarily have to be practicing, but a practical Catholic uh, is certainly welcome to join the Knights of Columbus. Okay,
0: City. I never heard that term before, so that's like a non-practicing Catholic, right? <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> Interesting. But I, I get it, right? I mean, these are people that... that, that have right. an opportunity to maybe come back to the church. Right? Yeah, exactly. And not so. have to go into that church setting so much.
1: Right, right. And through through rubbing uh, elbows, you know, with other Catholic men, you know, it may uh, help them to get back into the church.
0: And if you're a good cook, it would it wouldn't hurt.
1: That's right. Amen. <laughs>
0: I, I know y'all do a lot of cooking. All right. Well, you've been listening to Cajun Catholics with Tim Richard uh, Just again, a, a wonderful soldier for Christ, and and a blessing to have him on the show. Tim, I Thank wish you the best, and know you'll be in my prayers. Same here, Todd. Thank you. All right. uh, You've been listening to Cajun Catholics today, and we always uh, challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic in you. Until next time, God bless.